0: To Bump Grind and Rose here on the Seacoast Rep Radio Network. My name is Zach. I'm the production manager here at the Seacoast Rep. And as always, I am joined by the lovely Elise. I'm the company manager here. And this is our ninth episode.
1: My God. I, every week, really. Every like, week.
0: <laughs> I'm I can't believe it. <laughs> How did we make it this far? Oh my God. Now week nine of quarantine, everyone. Welcome. How are you holding up? I
1: think it's even more than that, though, because didn't we start like A week into us doing this fully digitized and live stream. I can't,
0: I I refuse to believe that.
1: It's really, really bananas, which means approximately two and a half months.
0: And so much has happened. We've opened a show. Seriously, we're about to close a show. We're about to get another one. (laughs) So fast. (laughs) Oh
1: my goodness. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't had a chance to check out, The Marvelous Wonderettes live streamed. It's really, it's a full musical. Mm -hmm. It's really something very, very cool. Like all of the other theaters that we've seen have been doing. They've been showing recordings Mm -hmm. of shows that they've done in the past, which is super valid and an amazing opportunity for people to see things that they maybe haven't had a chance to see or missed or or like weren't alive for because there's some really cool old content as well. But this is something a little different. It is a fully live Mm -hmm. musical we're doing in the theater Right now. It's so cool.
0: And you have two more chances to see our first up in the Wonderette series this coming Saturday night and Sunday night. And then the weekend after we open with the sequel to the Marvelous Wonderettes. Marvelous Wonderettes Caps and Gowns. Yes. And then we do the trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is two on. Later. Later.
1: Which I would recommend seeing all three because there are definite callbacks to previous shows. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And Elise has gotten a cameo part that I'm very excited about. Yeah, I am
1: not a stage actress, but, you know, throw a (laughs) wig on me and we'll
0: see what happens. And if you don't know the Marvelous Wonderettes, there's a lot of, like, audience interaction bits that we obviously can't do because we don't have an audience. So normally, Mr. Lee, one of the school teachers, and Miss McPherson are uh, audience members that get pulled into the show. It's very
1: funny, very embarrassing for the audience members. (laughs) Like, a lot of fun.
0: But they've pulled in uh, artistic director Ben Hart and company manager Elise O'Connell to be Miss McPherson and Mr. Lee. Because we can't have audience members. Right.
1: So, you know, you gotta pull from somewhere.
0: <laughs> so, if you catch the th- trilogy here, Dream On, we'll have Miss McPherson's retirement party and I am so excited. <laughs> <laughs> It's something. It's something. Well, welcome to Bump Grinding Rosé. This (laughs) is Elise and I's weekly time to catch up, talk a little crap here and there, Mm -hmm. enjoy some Mm -hmm. rosé or whatever beverage we're talking about this week.
1: Mm -hmm. What beverage are we talking about this week, Zachary?
0: This week, Elise actually had the idea that we talk about a very popular drink near and dear to my heart, Sex on the Beach. (laughs) (laughs) If you're unfamiliar with what a Sex on the Beach is, um, you're probably winning life right now, <laughs> but it's a peach based drink. It's peach schnapps, I believe, and um, rum? Question I love mark?
1: how you have no idea what's it's in it. And it's definitely peach schnapps. We talked about it last week. It's like something that you have drank in the past, ordered <laughs> Many habitually. Times. You also, I believe, did research on it, isn't it? Don't you have notes?
0: <laughs> no, I have um, a vibe statement. I don't oh, have notes. On got what,
1: it. Okay, well, while you read the vibe statement, i look it up. It's definitely peach schnapps.
0: It's peach. I'm going to look it up. All right. Well, we always, every week here, we pair a drink, a spirit, a wine with some sort of music vibe and all together make up like just a general theme or episode that we're going to talk about. And this week, a Little Sex on the Beach is a little tropical. It's a little far away. It's everywhere we can't be right now because of Miss Rona. Yes. And Elise here has it. So it's vodka. Cranberry juice, peach schnapps. See that? And orange juice. Yep. I was right, peach mm-hmm. schnapps. You got
1: it. You nailed it. It was
0: good. <laughs> Not rum.
1: But it's a little tropical. It's yeah. like, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's a good time. This is one of my first drinks. Like I at the gay club in Manchester that's closed now because I think it was a little sketchy. <laughs> I would always go up to the bar and be like, can I get a six on the beach? And I don't even know where I heard about this drink or like what? I
1: mean, it's delicious. It's so really good. It's it's fun it's flirty it's zesty and i remember once
0: i went to the house of blues in boston and i got i was like oh yeah i'm out like a sex on the beach please and it was really terrible like you can make bad sex on the beaches too i you know believe it because they were probably like (laughs)
1: what no like
0: we make vodka cranberries and jack and Two ingredient
1: beverages only please this is for way too many
0: So this week's we're pairing Sex on the Beach with this idea of traveling, with this idea of destinations, of all the things that we can't do right now. Um, so we have a playlist that's kind of like what you want to listen to when you're road tripping.
1: Yeah, it's the, it's the music you maybe want to throw on if you are either driving somewhere or like you're stuck on a plane. Um, or in an airport for however many hours, it's fun. It's it's dance music in a way. It's the stuff you maybe want to sing along to in the car. It's it's just it's a fun playlist. I'm very pleased with it.
0: And right from Elisa's brain, she crafted this playlist. So <laughs> I'm very excited. It is looks really really great. And we it's a lot as always. There's a lot more songs on here than we'll get to today.
1: Oh yeah, there's tons. There's so tons. If yeah. you
0: want to listen to this playlist in the car. Go to our Patreon. You'll get the full playlist where you're able to access um, all the songs that we didn't get to talk about today.
1: Yes, I tested it out personally. Actually, we put it on in the car uh, driving around and it's it's good. It's good. Certified by myself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what is our sex on the beach vibe? As the name implies, this drink is trying to be as good as having sex on an actual beach. The idea of this amazing act and this amazing location—do combining them does it make it even better, or do you just get sand all up in your crevices? You know Ooh, what I mean.
1: Crevices.
0: And I think that actually, if anyone's actually had sex on the beach, right in the act of it, because I want to know, do you get sand all up in your crevices? Because yes, that's, please tell us the actual
1: reality of having sex on a beach, unless and like—is it a private beach? It has
0: to be private. Beach, Are you right? like
1: feeling a little voyeuristic? And Hi I don't
0: think—and I don't think you can actually have. Like even if it's a nudie beach, you can't have sex on a beach. Mm, there definitely no. I like, don't
1: think that's allowed. No, no. I no, think no, there's no. there's uh, maybe something illegal about that activity. Maybe um, that's the fun of it, though. It's like a little scandalous.
0: <laughs> it's a little like oh, we're getting in trouble. We have <laughs> the strength. We're in naughty, ha- Hawaii. <laughs> well on that note let's go to our first two songs we're really really excited we have a lot of great stuff to talk about today some awful airport horror stories we yes. have some um of our own travel stories and things as well so with that we're going to be going on to i'm going to be parentheses 500 miles by the proclaimers <laughs> in rosé. What two bops those were. I told you I'm
1: so pleased with this playlist. It is really fun.
0: A second up after I am w- going to be 500 miles. This was Footloose from the Footloose soundtrack. That was by a Kenny bop. Loggins. Ooh. <laughs> what a bop. So, today's episode like we said is all about travel. Is all about road trips and airports and boats and how else do you travel? Train
1: all the things we can't do right now
0: <laughs> all the things we wish we could do
1: it's fine we'll fantasize about it
0: right that's exactly why we're here with our sex on the beaches <laughs> and imagining the beach in Hawaii we could be
1: oh that sounds great actually really really lovely
0: are you more of a like a city vacationer or like a beach tropical vacation i
1: feel like if i remember correctly it might have been our very first episode where yes. we did the questions back and forth mm-hmm. and we talked about this. And I think I said, like, I love um, beach vacations. I love relaxing outside, throwing on a bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Um, not that uh, quarantine has been kind to my bathing suit bod, but, you know, <laughs> we'll move on from that.
0: Everybody is um. a bathing suit body. <laughs> sure,
1: sure, sure. Um, <laughs> um, but I really, I think. Particularly right now because everyone feels a little isolated. I do really like the idea of like city vacay where Mm -hmm. you can like try out a bunch of different restaurants. I'm a total foodie. So that just sounds so appealing to me.
0: Last year, two years ago, me and my best friend Maggie, shout out, went to um, London Mm -hmm. in August, which was amazing. And me and another friend Marissa went to Beijing to visit my friend Keith who moved there. And so I did a lot of flying whatever year that was, two years ago. (laughs) 2018? Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, so in my previous job before coming to the rep has been, involved me to do a lot of flying too. So I had to go to like a lot of colleges and do talks on different campuses all over. So I had to fly a lot. I don't think I knew that. That's exciting. Yeah, I went to the University of Tennessee, Montana State University, um, conferences in Philadelphia, New Jersey. Like I used to do a lot of traveling for that. So I have a lot of, airport horror stories to talk about today. Yes. <laughs> Not okay. for fun traveling, just for work traveling though. Mm. Well, one of the places where we often see some really ridiculous behavior, unfortunately, <laughs> is at <laughs> the airport. Oh god. And I we found a list online here of the 18 most awful things people do at airports, and we're going to talk about some of them.
1: Oh, I can't wait. I am a monstrous people watcher and people judger. Mm-hmm. So, these I guarantee you are going to make my skin crawl and you're about to hear all of the sounds (laughs) accompanied with that.
0: I know, I don't know this for a fact, but I have a feeling we we would act very similarly in an airport. Respectful. (laughs) (laughs) Are you someone that like, how early do you arrive to the airport for your flight?
1: I mean, I don't have, I think, as much airport experience as you, which would mean that I'd probably be more overcautious about it. I'd say
0: like a cool two hours before the flight. Even now, I... I arrive absurdly early to the airport.
1: <laughs> well, worst case scenario, you hang out for a little bit, like right. oh
0: no. <laughs> I get there stupidly early to the embarrassment of my everyone I know. But I just love this like after you get through security and you can like okay, I can just go get a drink at the bar, no, you're get not some food, stressed about
1: anything. can roll
0: my little bag around and like go to Duncan's or whatever and like just get sit your iced like,
1: tea with lemon. Yeah, and mm-hmm. just
0: like sit and like do whatever that's great. When I'm there, whenever I travel with my father, he's just so, like, doesn't yeah. forget how to operate in
1: humanity. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Let's read some of let's these things of these. and see what we think here.
0: So here's one that says, um, number one, their most um, annoying thing was traveling without moving. What if does that mean? So some of the airports, you know, have those moving walkways, those, like, <gasps> pathways. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. people, this article is talking about, like, the people that... Get on the moving walkway and stand still on the moving walkway. Oh, so that the, the
1: moving walkway carries them like the Prince Prince of Sheba or something, right? And
0: all the people behind them that are trying to walk on the walk. No, you walkway. get on those things to walk three times as fast <laughs> as you normally would, and it's awesome, and you feel like a superhero. You're right, but they're saying. When I sometimes like those people that are standing still stand on like one side and everyone else can like go around them. Yeah.
1: That's just being conscientious of people around you. I think that's the number one thing is just being aware that you're not the only person on the planet. Right.
0: Oof. This is a good one too, is uh, arriving late accidentally on purpose. So Ugh. apparently airports will do this thing. If you're like, oh, I'm really late for my flight. I need to check in. And instead of sitting in the long check-in line, they'll walk you to the front oh, of the line. Oh, because See,
1: everyone else is getting there two to three hours early like right. us. And they have to give special treatment to the late people.
0: <laughs> and so they, because they don't want to like how rebook sneaky. them or move them on another thing. But if you show up and you're like, I'm just so late. Oh like, no, I'm, I just, how did it ha- travel? I'm going to miss my flight if I have to wait in the this line, was, officer. taxi was,
1: Oh, God.
0: Ugh. Can you believe? I could slap. I don't know. I've seen this one a lot. Repacking overweight baggage at the counter.
1: No. So
0: you get up there, like your 50 pound limit, or you pay like the $50 fee or whatever, and you get up there, and you're like, your bag's 55 pounds, so that's like another 50 bucks. And they're like, unzip their whole
1: bag And <laughs> put on every layer they can possibly do. I am going want to wear like, this jacket
0: and this sweatshirt and this jacket. Or they're like...
1: Which is so absurd to me, because the weight is still on the plane. Right. What? What? What's the logic there?
0: How <laughs> so does they, that... We're owed another fifty dollars. Airport says right. Or they've like oh, the whole family's now opened up their bag, Ooh, opened they're up their spreading bags, spreading things out. And they're like, Timmy, take my jacket in your bag. Oh, uh, <laughs> and you're like, the thing is like,
1: just have a scale at home. A basic like, get it from mm-hmm, Target. Mm-hmm. Get it at Target for twenty bucks. Stick all your luggage on it before you leave. Don't be a jerk.
0: I've tried now to just not check a bag anymore. Oh, ideally, yeah. Just bring a just carry. Just keep on. everything with you. Uh huh. Yeah. The little carry-on bag and then most times they're like i'm gonna we're gonna check your bag under the plane at the gate and then they'll give it back to you at the gate and and then that way you like just get your bag and leave right i have to deal with the stupid carriage i hate that this is a good one too videos at full volume oh no Uh (laughs) i have a good story about this one excuse me the People who like when you're waiting for your plane now, you arrived absurdly early, you're sitting there, you're on your phone, the laptop or whatever, and you have somebody that just wants to hit that volume button all the way up <laughs> <laughs> and watch their YouTube videos or their news or whatever at full volume.
1: Oh, my God. Again, it's just being aware that there are other people around you and they don't want to watch your video of someone playing a video game or like picking Mm -hmm. earwax out of their ears like
0: recently my father and i went my mother moved to myrtle beach and my father and i went down to visit her in like november the worst time to go (laughs) to myrtle beach ever um, and we're there, and he, I'm sitting next to him, and he's just full volume listening to Fox News, just like on the TV. I'm like, there's so many things wrong with that. And I was like, Dad, please, <laughs> A, like here we are in Manchester, New Hampshire. Nobody wants to listen to that. <laughs> Shut it off. And, or take some headphones, like here, take my headphones from my bag. Super easy. Right. You just do it. He's also someone who only will answer calls on speakerphone, too. Oh, my God. So, like, I know everything about his business life, you know, whatever he does. I am, like, dangerously
1: concerned about disturbing other people (laughs) with the volume of anything I do. I'm a loud laugher, so I'm, like, very conscientious of that. Very, very loud laugher. But, like, I personally have had my cell phone set on silent since, like, 2008, so (laughs) I just can't, I can't imagine. (laughs) Your parents are treasures.
0: They're both of them. (laughs) Truly, they're really quite wonderful. This next one, I might be guilty of getting hammered at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is better than you're like, oh, I'm going on this flight. And like, let me just go get a couple gin and tonics at the bar. You know what I mean? And then get on. It's the plane. one of
1: those pleasures of going to an airport is like you can wear your pajamas and have a piece of pizza and a cocktail at eight o'clock in the morning and yeah. no one
0: judges you for yeah. it. When Maggie and I went to London. We would took Virgin Airways there, mm-hmm. and I never flown Virgin Airways before, and so I knew nothing. I knew they're like owned by Delta, so it's like whatever, it's probably fine. I get on there, and the lady, the stewardess, whatever. It was a nighttime flight. We left Boston at like nine and arrived in London at like eight a.m. Yeah, and I was like, could I get a gin and tonic for the flight? It was like six hours, and she's like, oh yeah, sure. She drops me three nips of gin, <laughs> a can of tonic, and a cup of ice. And then I'm like giving her my credit card, like, I have to pay for this, I assume. And she goes, sure. Oh, no, no, it's your drinks on us. And I was like, Excuse me. <gasps> three beverages on our <laughs> house. That's nah,
1: amazing. I, I was I literally only, like tears falling like, down my eyes. What have I flown? JetBlue, Southwestern? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds luxurious. Yeah. When I went I'm to no China, fan. I
0: did the same thing, but I bought it was like United and I bought my gin and tonic. But it was the same idea. They gave me like two nips and a cup of ice.
1: Yeah. Just make it however you want. Right, right, right. Uh, Amazing.
0: Great. This last one I think is really, really good. Um, I've I've never actually seen this. No, 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 no. It's number 14, bare feet. No. (laughs) (laughs) They say if there's any need to elaborate on this one, you're too far gone to be helped anyways.
1: That is horrifying. Can you
0: imagine walking barefoot down the airport?
1: I think I'm envisioning more people taking their shoes off on the flight mm-hmm. and then like sticking them up in between to like l- elevate their feet yeah. like someone's toes tickling the back of your elbow and your armrest oh, no. I think I'm gonna I might have actually just made myself <laughs> gag a
0: little bit I think also maybe it's like you know security you have to take your shoes off sure and they figure just like, like hold well, them
1: <laughs> here I am it's
0: up and I put my flip-flops they're in already my-
1: off there's are <laughs> no going back on no <laughs>
0: horrifying. After I took my like fourth flight for my previous job I was like I'm getting TSA pre-check and I'm not taking my shoes off anymore. No. no. That was a great investment. No. Any of these have you seen any of these behaviors or any uh, wild airport behaviors in your real life?
1: Not in my real life I feel like I've seen lots of pictures on the internet of Mm. like horrifying people um, just completely ignoring the fact that they're not in their own living room. The, it's just like it is I don't know. It makes me sad.
0: One time I went to Emory University down in Atlanta, and it, we flew I'm lying to you. This is when I went to Fort Gordon in Georgia also in Georgia, but it was a military base. And we flew down to Atlanta and then Atlanta to this tiny little airport in Augusta, Georgia. And the airport had like maybe three gates. Okay. And it was like I remember when I flew out, there was a woman at the check in desk. Was the same woman when I went through security. <laughs> she and then, just kept changing just, hats, and running down the, the
1: hallway and changing a hat. And then I swear <laughs> to God, she, went,
0: she was the woman who like took my like ticket when I went onto the plane at the gate. And then I was on the window seat and I look out the window. She has an orange vest on and like two orange <laughs> <laughs> things that is She's backing the up the plane. She's yeah, the only
1: employee for the entire my, airport. Is anybody else working here? <laughs>
0: It was so small, this airport. It was unbelievable. Oh my gosh. That's great.
1: That's really funny.
0: Well, we're going to cut it back to some more music. And then when we come back, we're going to tell some more airport horror stories, travel horror stories. I'm very, very excited about that. Next up is a favorite of mine, I'm a Believer by The Monkees. I thought
3: love was only true and tale. Someone else, but not for me Our love was out to get me That's the way it seemed Disappointment haunted all my dreams Then I saw her face Now I'm a believer I heard a trace Of doubt in my mind I'm in love I got. What's the use in trying and All you get is pain When I needed it, sunshine I got rain oh, Then I saw her face Now I'm a believer Not a trace. A in my mind Then I saw her face Now I'm a believer Not a trace Walked out in my mind i
0: Welcome back to Bump, Grind, and Rosé. So excited to have you here with us tonight. Um, if Whether you're listening live on Rep Radio or on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you found us, welcome. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're really grateful that you guys are listening and enjoying.
0: And so far, no one has claimed Elise's promise for a bottle of wine for a review to. It's true.
1: No reviews. No bottle of wine. So if
0: you are the first to DM Elise with a review on Apple Podcasts of what you think of our show, the shows we offer here, you know, she'll send you something.
1: It'd be a special
0: prize. You must be 21 years or age or older to enter. <laughs> yes, she's not sending <laughs> wine to you, minors. That listen. <laughs> but if you are of age, get a bottle of wine. You know what I'm saying? Well, we've been talking about some things that other people do in airports. We wanted to share, like, what is a you know best or worst travel experience that we've had, or what made it so memorable, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, little story time. Elise, do you want to kick us off or do you want me to take it off away first?
1: I think you should probably go first. Yeah. Okay. You got more stories.
0: Um, and like I said before, I worked at The Rep, I've tra- had to travel a lot for work. And unfortunately, a lot of my awful experiences have come from work related travel. work. Oh, <laughs> Fun related. <laughs> they don't even have like the payoff of a nice vacation. Afterwards. No, no, no. Ow. And sitting. you're sitting in the airport, like, I don't kind of even want to go really, but like, yeah. Or at least I don't have to be in my regular, no. you know. And so one that was in particular that came to my mind when I wrote this was when I was going to the University of Tennessee mm-hmm. in Chattanooga and we I was flying from Manchester. If you're unfamiliar, the Manchester airport's pretty small. It's not humongous, but it's not like Teensy.
1: It's not like that place in Augusta. No,
0: no. <laughs> and um, I enjoy flying out of that one because it's closer and not Boston and whatever. So I was flying from there to like somewhere else, Charlotte maybe and then I had a flight to Charlotte to Chattanooga. Mm-hmm. So, I get to Manchester Airport. My first flight <laughs> oh, no. it was from um, Manchester to Charlotte, and I were waiting. I get in there stupidly early like I always do. I'm sitting there, and then the first text comes on my phone. It's like, your flight to Charlotte has been delayed by an hour, I think. And oh. I was like, whatever, that oh. happens. I don't really care. So, sitting there for a while, the people around me are all getting a text, or you hear the rumblings of like, mur, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. Then and we get another text. <gasps> because of a mechanical issue with the plane, like, we're gonna, like, re- delay it again and, like, try to get a new plane or a situation or get it fixed or whatever. Quick
1: pause. I read somewhere once that when they claim mechanical issue with the plane, it's because there was something wrong with the pilot. Like, they <laughs> hadn't slept enough or they were drunk or Ooh, they just, maybe. like, didn't show up or something.
0: <laughs> maybe. And so we were sitting there and it was a delayed a second hour. And now everyone's flights from Charlotte Many of them, they're going to miss their connecting flight because of when they're going to arrive in Charlotte. So I, I don't know what computer shenanigans has to happen for this to work. But then I get a text that's like, your connecting flight's been rebooked for you. You're now flying on this flight to Chattanooga so you can make it. Amazing. So great, cool, whatever. Um, I'm texting my people in Tennessee like, I'm going to be later. Don't pick me up at the airport, blah, blah, blah. So then, <laughs> this keeps going on. I keep I get one last like, you've been delayed another hour. And again, I'm just sitting the in the room. it pilot
1: was drunk and sleeping it off. Maybe.
0: <laughs> and so finally the woman at the gate comes on her little headset thing and is like, everyone, we're going to be canceling this flight. Um, please line up so we can rebook you to something else. Blah, 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 blah. We didn't get a text that it was officially canceled, but the woman on the, the thing had said, Wait, it's canceled. So we're all now in this humongous line, right? Like imagine oh a plane's full of people yeah. at this one counter.
1: And everyone's miserable.
0: Right. And so we're sitting there and then finally halfway, I'm like halfway in the line. Someone comes up and goes, it's probably faster for folks if you just go to the actual main booking counter. There's more agents over there on the other side of security. So we'd have to like leave the airport, go over there and they can help more people quicker because there's more agents.
1: Oh my God. <sighs>
0: So I'm like, really, is that a good idea, though? Like, if not, then we'll have to go through security again and, like, whatever. Right. And she's like, it's probably faster. So a bunch of us go around, exit the airport, come back in. We're sitting there. We get in the, a huge line over there. yeah. And everyone's really confused down there because they're like, your flight hasn't been canceled. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, the lady just told us to come down here and that it was canceled. And she goes, we didn't get, there's no, like, official notice that it's been canceled. So, like, we can't rebook you. Um and so we're all just sitting there now everyone's getting mad they are oh my angry God. and so the the lady's like we're trying to call we're calling the gate we're calling like we're fig- trying to figure out like where your flight is and so finally another woman from i think this is delta comes around the corner and is like everyone going to charlotte your flight's not been canceled it's leaving in 10 minutes <gasps>
1: Did you have to go back through security? <laughs> we,
0: all of us are just like, because we've all left past security. So we all now have to go back around and go through security again. And of course, our boarding pass is from like three hours ago. Right. And so we get up to the gate and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm going to take it and cancel. They send me back and now I'm going through again. They send oh my send God. Um, so I go back through and... Uh, they are like, we're boarding now for Charlotte, whatever. This flight that they said was canceled, but not canceled. <laughs> and then we get in, and now they had already officially like rebooked. Like Half the plane had been rebooked before they were not canceled. So I'm sitting in the back of this plane. They'd removed us all now that we had like... There was half the plane was only full sure. now. And the flight attendant who was sitting next to me was like, we're so confused why they said we we never canceled this flight. Like, that's not that never happened so we don't know why they said that or why they did oh, and no. we're all sitting there and i'm like i want to die like this is <laughs> i just want to get out of here i just want I to leave i didn't even
1: want to do this thing I and just, now all of this is terrible i've been at
0: the airport for four hours and like no but and the, the only the all off is that when we were finally on the plane we sat on the tarmac for like an hour and a half. <gasps> no. While the pilot was like, we're just like, maintenance is coming to double, triple check their work to make sure. Or the pilot's still like sleeping it off. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever reason it actually was. <laughs> well, but that we sat on the, the, the tarmac for like another hour. I watched a whole episode of The Good Place is what I was watching. Yes. Like, shout out. Um, but I was watching it on my phone and I was like, I watched this whole episode. It's over and we're still sitting here. Like, what is going on? And it's
1: like not even... Like you can stretch your legs or like move around no, or we're anything, you in like, like waiting. S- jammed into your airplane seat. Oh, oh terrible! My gosh.
0: I was truly, and I'm just texting my people that were picking me up from Tennessee, and I'm like, I don't know, I could be there today, tomorrow, next week. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> How long were you meant to have gone for?
0: Um, I was there for two days. I was presenting a conference there, and then like doing some trainings with their like oh my God. administration. So I'm now you're, stuff.
1: like, half a day later than you anticipated, right. like, at that point. Ugh, is it worth it? No. Nowadays, with our comfort, with all the technology, you could have just, like, zoomed in. Yeah. Been like, hi, everyone. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> we are. project your head <laughs> up on a thing and, like, present. I think, you know, it actually might be interesting to see if we do shift in that way. Like, mm-hmm. how much less expensive would it be To not have somebody physically travel. Mm
0: -hmm. You imagine all those workplaces that told their employees like you could never work from home. This is and like now in this. They're like, oh, somehow you all figured out how to make it work from home. You have to do it. So I wonder how many jobs will stay work from home jobs.
1: Yeah. Post. Yeah. It's a, COVID. I mean, it's a good question. Like, my fiancé saves almost two hours a day in travel yeah. because he lives in Portsmouth and works in Wakefield, Mass. And working from home has been fantastic yeah. because he doesn't have to drive.
0: I forget the company, and I'm going to miss it. I think it was either Facebook or, like, Ticketmaster. Some big, like, company posted, like, 50% of all jobs... It was Twitter. Mm. It was, like, 50% of all jobs that are currently work from home will stay work from home after because they're like this has worked great like this has been
1: yeah yeah it just it saves a lot of hassle and irritation Mm -hmm. particularly in the travel
0: oh (laughs) so if i did the worst do you have like a best travel experience like what was one of your favorite (laughs) things like i
1: i don't think i've ever had any like real nightmares it's all just been pretty standard i mean like yeah the seats are uncomfortable and like you know it's like people around you watching videos at full volume and stuff can be frustrating. But most of the travel that I've done has been for like family vacations mm. and like we get along well enough. I mean, just kind of like muck on most of the like car it. rides and, or like planes. Um, some planes, like we went to California. Uh-huh. Um, I can't even remember where else, but like <laughs> most, well, most of my family vacations I was telling Zach earlier are from, um, uh, we would go to like a, a lake house that my parents Got had it. rented, and like that's a driving thing. Mm-hmm. So, and as I've gotten older, um, I mean, like I moved out of the house at 18, 17, mm-hmm. 18. So, um, as I've gotten older, I don't even travel with my family. Mm-hmm. I just meet them all there in my uh, own car so that if I need to like leave early or get there late or do whatever. I have the ability to do that <laughs> to be so like, Gotta go. yeah so I s- slap on a sweet playlist and drive myself there it's uh pretty pretty easy <laughs>
0: I've been had that now have never had that experience where like we're all just gonna meet at the location rather yeah. than like yeah I think it just did it,
1: it um I mean like I was living out of out of the area for a while so that was a big part of it too I lived in um lived in Massachusetts and mm-hmm. Vermont and New York state and so commuting with my family to a mm-hmm. vacation never made sense for many years. So yeah.
0: we would always do like 9-hour car trips to Toronto. I would
1: I would probably die.
0: <laughs> and then be like <laughs>
1: I hate everyone. <laughs> Leave yeah. Me alone. Yeah. I mean my family's great and we get along well enough, but like I think too much time in a car with somebody can turn anybody into <laughs>
0: enemies. So Woo yeah. Have you had like an incredibly long flight ever?
1: Um, no. I mean like the farthest I've ever gone I think would technically be Mexico. Mm-hmm. So that's only a couple of hours. Yeah. It's not that far. I've yeah. gone, um, Yeah, like Chicago, California, Mexico, Florida. They're all just, I mean, it's like, I've never been out of this hemisphere, so.
0: Oh. Yeah. I want to do a California soon and... Like in Australia or something.
1: Oh, something like really yeah, long. Like yeah. a crazy trip. Going to, flying to
0: Beijing was... Uh, We're getting
1: enthusiastic thumbs up from our our sound guy, Andrew, right now. Woo, full full endorsement of Australia.
0: So when everyone went, should go. When I went to Beijing, it was 15 hours in the flight.
1: That is a long from time. From New Jersey
0: to Beijing, like one haul. That is a long, long time to be yeah. on a I've plane. I've never done something. I just like every couple hours you get up and you're like... Am I still alive? Are my limbs all still (laughs) functioning?
1: Can't really tell. We're not sure.
0: Well, while we debate if we're still living or not, we're going to cut (laughs) it back to some more music. We're almost at the end here. We're just going to do a special surprise after this a compatibility moment. And then we'll be, you know, almost at the end. Next up, we have Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and somebody.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the waves. (laughs)
0: Welcome back to Bump and Grind and Rosé. That was I'm Walking on Sunshine. And what a good song to have on in the car, just like driving. On
1: a day like today where it's like sunny out and gorgeous. It's supposed to be almost 80 degrees on Friday. Everybody get outside. (laughs) Safely. Yes. Uh, in your in your yard
0: (laughs) every time i drive here i live about an hour away from the theater but on my way in i see the signs it's like every day it's like beaches are closed yes don't go anywhere (laughs) i am like so excited for the day where they're like beaches finally open Yeah, and to be like out there with my face mask on like "Ah, the sun
1: i know everyone's gonna have like really funny tan lines at the end of the summer
0: (sighs) i miss the beach yeah, I do. I, I don't know if I would do a travel like a trip to the beach, like a fly to the Bahamas. Maybe I don't know. I'm more of like a fly to London and like see the city and like sure. do the stuff and the shows. Well,
1: I think there's something to be said like living in New Hampshire or Maine or Massachusetts. Like we yeah. have beaches here. Right. They're very different. They're than cold. Those Beaches, <laughs> yes, but you can still go like sit on a beach in yeah. the sun and for, you know, like a month and a half. If They're was very from, pleasant. If I was
0: like from Nebraska, I might be like, the beach yes, is...
1: Yes, I want to go to Hampton Beach. Please note. <laughs> Please <laughs> I want to dig a nicer. diaper out of the sand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so if you are new to Bump Grime and Rose, you always know that in this block, we like to talk about the stars. Horoscopes. What the stars say about us and our friends and our compatibility with our friends. Last week, Elise and I did our compatibility with each other. Yes. Saw what the stars said about our working relationship as work wives and um, spouses. (laughs) So we said last week that we wanted to do our compatibility with various rep staff yeah, and people that we love. Yes. So the first one is our one and only guest so far of Bump, Grind, and Rosé. Yes. Alyssa Dumas.
1: Yay! Associate
0: Artistic Director. We demanded that she friend us on (laughs) CoSARP.
1: <laughs> because it gives you compatibility between your friends. It's fun to decide uh, whether your relationship as you know it is faded in the stars.
0: Right. And or if you've overcome some star adversity. Yes. So I have mine pulled up here. Alyssa, for those that don't know, she is a Taurus sun, a Pisces moon, and a Sagittarius rising. So she's got some different signs here. We're Pisces sisters, though, in some regards. Which makes me very excited.
1: All right. And I'm going to read it.
0: She has my compatibility with Alyssa and I have Alyssa's compatibility. Yes.
1: Okay. So it says, Zach, you grasp concepts with lightning speed and Alyssa is a renegade thinker. You can talk to them about whatever you want to today. Shift your communication style for them. Just a little adjustment. Not enough to eclipse you. Give them a copy of your
0: favorite book. What's your favorite book? Ooh. Ooh. Favorite book.
1: Yeah, you got to give it to Alyssa.
0: I don't know. Okay, well, you have have to think about that. I'm shook. All right. But I love calling Alyssa a renegade thinker. I think that is such a good description for her. She's
1: so creative and interesting. All right. And then let's see. So your sun compatibility. You are Pisces. She is Taurus. The sun determines your ego, identity, and role in life. It's the core of who you are, and it's and is the sign you're most likely to already know. Right. Your son is in Pisces, meaning you are fundamentally dreamy, insightful, and in your own world. <laughs> you exist on a Laughed chaotic a little hard at that one. Okay. <laughs> you exist on a chaotic plane of the divine that is not at all material. Your rich imagination endows you with a strong intuition for hidden emotional currents. Oh, cool. When you take offense, it is deeply, Mm -hmm. and you aren't necessarily interested in reconciliation, (laughs) so they're dead to you. Um, Their son is into so Alyssa's son is in Taurus, meaning they are fundamentally stable, deliberate and practical, Mm -hmm. though somewhat stubborn. Mm. Their sensual side takes comfort and pleasure very seriously. You appreciate nice things when they're useful and meaningful.
0: Tauruses will stay in some shit. You know what I mean? Like They will (laughs) stay in some shit if they're comfortable.
1: (laughs) People appreciate how reliable they are. Um, This can be an outstanding match. You are both through life. You move. Goodness. You both move through life with gentleness, romance, and care. She could provide you with stability to keep you from getting lost in emotion. I think this is your like romantic potential here, which is just all sorts of wrong. (laughs) Um, uh, You could help develop their imagination to move beyond the practical realm. They will need to be careful not to ground you so much as it shatters your dreamy nature and you will need to make sure Mm -hmm. not to set your expectations of them too high. I love that. Interesting. Wow. Uh,
0: All right, here we go. I'm ready. Elise, today, you reflect endlessly before you decide to act and Liz channels their energy into the development of their rich inner world. They're looking to scratch an itch. Making a life choice won't kill you, even if it's the wrong one. Be each other's emotional bodyguards.
1: Oh, protect each other.
0: That's cute. And their like emotions. That that. And, like, yeah. I love that. So, for your sun signs, though, your sun, Elise, is in Libra, meaning you are fundamentally oriented towards fairness and justice. Your always generous relativism allows you to see both sides of every situation. So true. <laughs> though this may sometimes come off as indecisive or insecure, um, you don't get tied down to a single view of things. You frequently question yourself and rethink your views. You're more impressionable than you appear. You do what you say and can get a lot done. That's oh my gosh, the truth. <laughs> Typically well dressed. Ooh oh, just throw that no, in there. I mean like only sometimes. I've been wearing a lot of leggings and oversized shirts lately, but And this is <laughs> Sun is in Taurus, which we heard when you read mine. Um, this can be a challenging match. Okay. Venus rules both Taurus and Libra, which gives you a similar disposition and interest. That's okay. This alikeness does not extend to the ways that you express yourselves. They are reliable and confident, while you can be wishy-washy and indecisive.
1: Interesting. (laughs) Um,
0: You look to the future with a sense of possibility while they ground themselves in the present moment. Mutual understanding can occur, though, but you'll need to make use of your common taste for sincere engagement. Okay. Yeah. When this happens, they'll be able to help you develop boundaries and resolve, and you will be able to help push them out of their comfort zone.
1: Ooh, that is truly such a thing. <laughs> I, I boot Alyssa into things that maybe make her uncomfortable sometimes. <laughs> she's like,
0: ah, I love Alyssa whenever I tell her, like, we suggest doing something or she's like, oh God, you can see on her face. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, here we go. She's so funny. She's such a
1: beautiful soul, and she's so dynamic on stage. But she has like these soft, tender parts that you don't really get to see unless you know her personally. And it's just—it's so endearing. God, she's a love.
0: As she would say. Oh,
1: shout out to Alyssa's mom, by the way. Yes, you do. We've found out recently that you are a fan of the show, and we're just so happy that you listen. are our biggest
0: fans. Our fans. Every night we record this, we get um, texts from Liz as we go, and we also get now her mom.
1: Yeah, it's great.
0: Shout out, (laughs) Susan Dumas. How are you?
1: Sorry, I meant to do that earlier, and this was a good reminder.
0: I know. We were talking about your daughter, and here we are. (laughs) Well, on that note, I we have much love for all things Alyssa Dumas. Congrats again on her recent promotion to Associate Artistic Director. Yes. Love you the most. Um, and on that note, we're going to go back to some music. Coming up next, we have a Wake Me Up by Avicii.
4: Feeling my way through the darkness
0: To bump grind and rose, it's unfortunately that time of the episode. That time. Oh. We were just saying in the room, we need to have like a, a, a recording of us bantering while the songs are playing. There's a
1: lot of missed opportunity content here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are just all gabbing and having it's a good true. old time.
1: It's true. It's true.
0: It's a lot of fun. Well, Elise, till next week. We have uh, a a lot of little goodbyes and little shout-outs and little thingies to do. But like Elise started the episode talking about, um, if you haven't tuned in to our live um, broadcast of the Marvelous Wonderettes, you have two more chances to do so. This coming Saturday night, 8 p.m., Sunday night, 7.30 p.m. yeah. Right on our website.
1: It's good. You will not regret it. It's a, a great little show. You get to see me in a moo and a gray wig. Silky Caftan. Uh, it's, yeah, that's my, my drag name <laughs> apparently is uh, Silky Caftan. Yeah. Um and it's just it's it's some really cool innovative stuff, and you can say you saw the original live streamed production yeah. when we were all locked down, blah blah blah.
0: And the writer, author, creator of the Marvelous Wonderettes, Roger Bean has has been in the chat room the yes, last couple of nights. Yes, he
1: saw it, and he approved. He said so right, our lollipops were the
0: funniest things he's ever seen. <laughs> the f-
1: was it funniest lollipops ever. <laughs> ever? Yeah.
0: So it is such a great time. Tickets you can find on seacoastrep.org, and you'll get a link to view the live stream, I think an hour or two before the show launches, mm-hmm. so you can be in the chat room chit-chatting with all of us and having a good old time.
1: Yeah, it's actually an opportunity to do... um more than you can if you actually come because you, I don't you know what I'm trying to say <laughs> because you can talk you can talk during the entire show and not disrupt anybody you can chat mm-hmm. in the chat room you can talk with whoever you're with you can mm-hmm. comment on mm-hmm. x y and z and it's there's really some fun. really
0: cool effects that we can do on camera that we couldn't do in real life there's some cool like
5: CPM yeah. moments and some
0: cool colorization and some cool light stuff so we've really done a lot with this like medium that's forced us to be creative
1: yeah we're Basically, a television studio now. It's really pretty cool.
0: (laughs) And um, so, tune into our live streams. Also, we have our Wednesday night, um, tiny desk, not so tiny desk concert for our Patreon members. We also have our Friday night cabarets and a whole lot of ways that you can um, watch us, consume us, engage with us. And if you haven't already, listen to the other shows that are on this network on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can find things like Coachella Kate up with our uh, Float and Soak with Andrea Lyons, some of my favorite deep cuts with drew deep cuts with drew <laughs> under the covers with mark Mital at michael adams we have produced a lot of content i was looking back like we have like upwards of like 30 hours of stuff
1: yeah yeah it's a lot of stuff to. which is great we um we have a lot of live streams but you can fill all the cracks with our radio hours which is yeah. pretty cool
0: So thank you as always for joining us. You can find us on Instagram. I am at Z Ahmed Kalon. Elise, where can people find you? at Elise Coco Nono. DM Elise your review for a bottle of wine if you want. First one to do it gets a bottle of wine. I'll sanitize
1: it and everything.
0: 21 plus, (laughs) please. With that, we thank you so much. We're leaving out here today with a banger. It's a classic. Um, I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor.